Ooh. I like this new music. You like this it's, one? Yeah. Ooh, it's got a good groove. All right, folks. So the U.S.-China trade war could be inching closer to at least a partial resolution. So China is looking to purchase $20 billion worth of agricultural products in the next year if they finalize and sign on to this trade deal with the U.S. that they're currently negotiating. And this could bring Chinese imports of U.S. ag products back to 2017 levels before these back and forth tariffs that we've seen. So we wanted to get some thoughts on uh, this potential deal and what this could mean for the United States agricultural sector. I'd like to welcome Phil Levy, Chief Economist for Flexport. Phil, welcome to Business Casual. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. Good to be with you. Yeah, great to have you on. Uh, you're one of our favorite contributors, so always good to have you on the air. So, Phil, initial thoughts on this potential trade deal. Is it a smart move to go in on this partial deal, at least smart for the United States? I think it's better than escalating tariffs. Uh, the Trump administration really backed itself into a corner on this one, and so this is trying to edge out. Um, I think there's a lot of problems, so I'm not sure this is going to hold. So what what are the problems you think um, could still create a ripple effect here in these deals and this relationship? Well, so the biggest one is the Trump administration set into this, identifying very, very visibly a lot of deep-seated problems with Chinese practices. And they were right on a lot of those. There are a lot of deep-seated problems. If you take a deal like this, you're kind of saying, yeah, we'll get to those later. I don't think we're going to really be able to handle it very much. And you're opening yourself up to criticisms, and we've already seen those this morning, where someone says, hold on a second. We went through all of this pain. We paid billions of dollars in subsidies to farmers, and you're just getting us back to 2017 where we started? What was this all for? Hmm. Now, see, yeah, that's that's interesting. It would be uh, potentially just a step back to normal instead of an improvement on some of the core issues that they had mentioned. Um, you know, that's that's definitely an interesting perspective. Where do you think this would leave the U.S. and China's trade status? Uh, you know, who who ended up conceding on what and what do you think this spells for the future of that trade relationship? Yeah, so that's a great question. And we just had a speech yesterday by the vice president where he was trying to give some ideas of where we might go with this relationship. He was kind of, the, the news to me was that he was sort of ruling out this idea of decoupling, this idea that we're not going to be dealing with China anymore. He says, no, we are going to deal with them, but we've got to fix the problem. I think where this leaves us, though, I don't think the Chinese have either the trust or the inclination at this stage to try and cut any deep-seated deal with the Trump administration. In fact, I think they believe he's signaling weakness and are therefore increasing their demands. You noted that this is a talk about doing $20 billion in ag purchases. That's interesting because when the president first announced it, it was 40 to $50 billion. Right. Um, you can say, well, yeah, we get there over time, maybe, possibly, although that would be dramatically more than we've ever done in the past. Um, and I think the Chinese, the, the, there's a Reuters report this morning. They're saying, oh, by the way, if we're going to do this, we also want you to not just stop the October 15th tariffs, but also the December 15th tariffs and roll back your September 1st tariffs. Right. Which, those would all be good things to do, from my opinion, but I think this is giving some indication of which way the power is tilting in the relationship. 
Yeah, that's that's definitely interesting. Moving forward, the negotiations could be uh, leaning in very different directions. Uh, if we don't come out of this on the other side, um, you know, potentially feeling like the U.S. is more in control, uh, especially after being kind of the, the impetus of the ones putting the tariffs uh, on these imports. So like you said, the president is saying that once the talks are completely over and the trade war is resolved, that Chinese imports of U.S. ag products could hike up to 40 or even 50 billion do you think that's a realistic expectation? And if so, what kind of impact could that have on our agricultural industry or just the global ag economy in general? Well, I, I think that's dramatically higher than what we've done in the past. And um, <laughs> anyone who's been involved in agriculture knows you don't just sort of double production overnight, um, which means that you would either need to be reorienting that, taking sales that went somewhere else and, and, re and directing them back towards China, or you need time to, to plant and, and grow stuff. So that would be a dramatic change. It's I'm not sure that number was ever realistic. Part of this is when China says, oh, we'll buy $40 billion of ag products from you, this is not like you or me going to the grocery store um, with a checkbook in hand. They can say to their farmers, okay, we're not going to stick tariffs on anymore. Right. But it's not a state purchasing arrangement. So I, I find it hard to believe they'll hit those numbers, and it would be challenging, I think, to sort of rearrange U.S. agriculture in such a way as to get to those numbers. Don't get me wrong. Uh, farmers would be very happy to have Chinese markets back. And if you're getting back to where we were, I think they would be thrilled about that. Doubling that is not something that happens overnight. Right, right. Well, we'll just have to keep our ear to the ground and see uh, you know, if this ends up ever reaching those numbers and what the uh, decision of the administration as well as the general agricultural industry in general is to try to achieve something like 40 to 50 billion dollars worth of imports to China. Real quick before I let you leave, could you just sum up real quick how you think this might affect uh, at a micro level the actual soybean farmers uh, which are the crop that are most imported by China? Yeah, I think they've been badly hurt by this. Um, they had, you know, we'd already been seeing challenging crop prices and if this goes through, this would be serious relief for the soybean farmers. All right, Phil Levy, thank you so much for joining us again. Phil Levy is chief economist for Flexport. Phil, we'll have you back on soon. Look forward to it. Thank Th you. Thanks again.